The book of Proverbs 3, 6 through 10. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. We need to pay attention to the fact that honoring God with your possessions and with the first fruits is called to happen in the fear of the Lord, giving us knowledge and the ability to distance ourselves from evil, which can be our own upon the condition that we make the decision to not be wise in our own eyes. That is, do not trust upon your intellectual abilities, but trust the word that God gives through his messenger, which actually means make the determination of what is good and what is evil, not looking at yourself, but looking rather at the word of the delegated authority of God whom God has placed over us, not accepting the words of the authority that is placed over us by God in our churches ruins the purpose and the quality of our giving that in actuality needs to be testimony of acknowledging or accepting the word of the delegated authority of God over us. Therefore, tithes and offerings can honor God and in this way give God the legitimate basis he needs to fill our storehouses. He can heal our bodies and first, when such honor is dedication to God, it needs to not pursue materialistic rewards. And so when we seek what is heavenly, what is invisible, instead of seeking, and so seeking heavenly and, and the invisible instead of what is worldly and visible. Second, in this dedication, a person demonstrates his trust upon the word of God and does not depend on the business that he has or his job, but depends on the relationship he has with God. Third, when this honor is dedication to that delegated authority of God whom God has placed over us. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing imploring us with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering to the saints, and not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God, 2 Corinthians 8, 1 through 5. And so tithes and offerings we give to God is a debt of honor, as God is worthy to receive glory and honor from us. Saints that do not separate to God their tithes and their offerings according to the instructions of the law of God in this way refuse to give honor to God, claiming this honor either for themselves or their idols in the form of tithes and offerings. If a person makes it a priority to truly honor God with his tithes and his offerings and his motives will be not filling personal storehouses with wealth, but the opportunity to worship God and honor Him, the result of such offering will first be wisdom to invest your money in the right place and the right time. This is for businessmen. 
Secondly, wisdom to wisely uh, satisfy your desires. When you satisfy your desires, a person will still present God's, God's interests. God is not against us periodically resting. He told his disciples, go you and rest, because many were coming and leaving. Our body and our mind, it requires rest. And so you never need to condemn yourself when you're resting. But you do need to condemn yourself if you're every day partying as that rich man was partying every day because he had the opportunity, something that Lazarus couldn't do. And so this means that satisfying our desires, we make sure this is not then turned into an idol or idol worshipping and not be turned into rebellion and a waste of time and constant parties. And so the parable of the rich man and Lazarus is a perfect example of someone who improperly sat, tries to satisfy his desires. He's this Israelite whom everyone praised because he he gave, uh, he passed out his wealth to the left and the right and only to those who were wealthy. He didn't give it to the poor. He wanted to, in the eyes of those people who were like him, the wealthy, he invited the wealthy, the poor, as Lazarus, were eating uh, the crumbs that were falling from the table together with the dogs. And this is not all uh, bringing your tithes where you demonstrate your love to God, you worship God, you acknowledge His authority over yourself, and you honor God. You also will attract health for your entire body and nourishment for your bones. Today, all of mankind is trying, are trying to focus on uh, what, uh, what is going, going on in our body, our health, uh, and all of the things, the disasters. Illnesses are spreading faster than any uh, medicine is created. People are born sick. They begin to become sick, even as a, as young children, they suffer in these illnesses. They repent, they come to God, and they continue to suffer. Why? Because they are unfaithfully honoring God with their tithes and their offerings. They give their tithes and their offerings. They are trying to get something back, which is materialistic. The Lord says that if you correctly honor him, then he will take that responsibility on himself. It is not our job to worry about what tomorrow will be, what day will be tomorrow. We live in such a country that is above all countries of the world when it comes to providing for the people. Of course, it won't be this way forever, but this ability will, this country will have this and look at other countries where anything, if, if anything happens, there's nothing in the stores at all. It is not that there's nothing here in the stores, it's because they, they uh, aren't being able to fill the shelves as, as quickly as they should. It's all there, but they, and so unfortunately some food is spoiling because they're not getting it in on, uh, into the stores. And the reason is Christianity is not living uh, by God, that he doesn't trust, they don't trust God that he will nourish them in any situation. 
And so he did not just promise to nourish us. He also promised if we will not be seeking for the healing of our body. We're not supposed to be seeking this when we're honoring God with our tithes and offerings. This is God's prerogative to heal us. Our prerogative is to honor Him. That means to seek His face, to get to know Him, and rejoice that we have the opportunity to honor Him with our tithes and our offerings. This is worship, where we seek our fellowship with God and nothing more than that. God then takes upon Himself the role, the responsibility to heal our bodies, to heal, to keep us from these terrible illnesses that have already come and will only increase. It will not be better. It will become worse, worse, and worse. And of course, there will be a person that will inspire these things. Don't think that God sends these illnesses. God doesn't send these illnesses. People are producing these illnesses. There are secret uh, groupings that are uh, together with the rulers of the world and they don't understand what they're doing. They think by releasing these epidemics and these biological epidemics and all kinds of viruses that they're uh, creating so that they can destroy the uh, people of the world, it will affect them also. They're not thinking about this, of course. As in Egypt, uh, the first uh, plagues affected both the Israelites and the Egyptians, but the ones that came la- later only affected the Egyptians. And so God promised that when, in the moment when illnesses and uh, hunger uh, will increase and our econo- e- economical structure will break or destroy, our body will not be affected by these things. We need to have trust upon God. We need to honor Him with our tithes and our offerings as this is the fundamental commandment upon which all the rest of the commandments are built. And so right now we will stand, we will serve the Lord with our tithes and our offerings, we will sing a song before your face, my Lord. I am. And we will trust and we will know that without honoring God in this way, without bringing our tithes, we are not worshiping God. We won't be able to be in the courts of the Lord, even if we are physically sitting in the church. And however the church may be blessed, and however much God may be there, if our heart is not legit before God, we will not be able to experience anything. We will be dead as others will be alive and rejoicing. All will depend on our heart, the state of our heart, how we will honor Him. Let us sing. Oh, 
I will gladly remind us that every time when the Lord, when the nation of the Lord honored God with their tithes and their offerings either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that Moses gave to the Israelites to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation. And they continued to do this. They were faithful to, to this for thousands of years. We're the same we're of the same root and nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in impurity and I do not give in sorrow and I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly doors be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated.